Hey guys, welcome back. Before I start this episode, I just want to say thank you so much for all the positive feedback. I appreciate all of your DMs. They are so sweet and I love you all and I would so appreciate it if you would leave me reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so that this podcast can reach more people. So, it has been a very exhausting and draining week for me emotionally and physically and I am so excited that this week is over. I came back a week early before school started for sorority recruitment, and I did not end up joining a sorority, so it was very upsetting to see all my friends get all their bids, but it is okay. I'm super excited for the rest of the semester. I'm so excited to meet new people, and although things did not turn out the way that I wish they would, I know that everything happens for a reason. I swear I've seen 444 so many times this week and that's like my angel number and I just know like it's my sign that everything's going the way that it's meant to be and even though it's not what I wanted, sometimes what you want is not what's meant for you. It's so hard to realize those types of things in the moment but I want to talk about how I work through these types of things that are really hard and I think that I do it a lot better than other people. I can just so see other people like falling into a depression or falling down bad habits and I want to just explain my good habits that help me so much to get over those negative times in my life. First thing I did was cry. Why is that a good thing? Because you can't bottle up your emotions. You have to get them out and it's it's healthy. Crying is healthy if you are sad. And I tell myself that I am allowed to be sad for one day. I take one day to myself, I cry it all out, I eat my comfort foods, and then I go to sleep early and do not go to sleep crying because that sets yourself up for failure the next day. Go to sleep and set your schedule, set your alarm for whatever time you want to get up. Say, normally for me it's 8am and I got up and the next day I went to the gym and I did things to distract me from my sadness so that I could get over it. So I went to the gym and then I walked around campus and there was like a little art festival going on and I got my favorite acai bowl and I looked at the art and then after that me and my friends went to Lincoln Road in Miami and did a little shopping and walked around and just enjoyed each other's company and listened to some Taylor Swift and yeah that was like it for the day but I just made sure to have like a nice day filled with things to distract me. Past me would probably take so long to get over this. She would be crying for multiple days or just trying to hold all my emotions in and it's so unhealthy. I would fall into bad habits like not eating, not sleeping, going on my phone too much, partying, stuff like that. And I feel like it's just so unhealthy to trigger your emotions into different things whenever you need to just feel your emotions and let them out and then recover and heal from whatever you went through. I'm not saying I went through something super traumatic. I'm just saying that I was sad and I let myself have that day and move on the next day. And I know that there are so many things that you cannot move on from in a singular day. That is so understandable. And there's so many different things that you need just more time. And that is completely okay. But if it is something that is not going to matter in five years, do not spend more than a whole day feeling sad about it. I know some people say that you shouldn't spend more than five minutes if it's not going to matter in five years, but I truly think that that can become unhealthy because you have to feel your emotions in order to feel better. 
Basically, to sum up, instead of falling into bad habits whenever you feel sad or feel triggered by different emotions, try to change those bad habits into healthy habits. For example, put your emotions into running. Use the gym or a workout as an outlet for your emotions. Instead of sitting in your bed and crying, get out of your house, get out of your room, go to the gym, or go to lunch, go to lunch with a friend, go to lunch by yourself. It is completely okay to go get lunch by yourself. I used to do this all the time in high school because I just loved being alone, honestly. And I think that's another reason why I am so confident. I love being alone, so I'm not insecure when other people don't want to be around me. That will tie into today's topic, but seriously, just trying to use your time more wisely, take a walk outside. I literally have been walking around campus by myself, just going in circles just to have my therapy walks. I used to walk all around my neighborhood, but honestly, why is campus smaller than my neighborhood? To sum up this conversation, instead of spending so much time feeling sad or feeling angry, feel your emotions for a day. Sit in them, feel them, and the next day, get up, be productive, do something fun, do something that makes you happy, and do your best to move on. Anyways, for today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how I found my self-confidence, how you can find your confidence, and how to stop caring about what other people think about you. I feel like I remember being more insecure in the beginning of high school, and then by like my junior, senior year, it's when I really like became more confident, and I did do it in kind of a bad way. I would see all this stuff about faking it till you make it, and I did this completely. I faked my confidence, I acted confident, I posted like I was confident, but the only bad thing that came out of this is my ego, and this is because since I was faking it, it got to my head. I thought I was better than everyone else, and that was like the way that I was going to be this confident version of myself. But a confident version of you does not put other people down in order to make you feel better. And it's not like I was putting anyone down to their face, but I think that in my head, I was just like, "Mm, but I'm better than that. And let me tell you, this did work for a certain amount of time to be confident, but I also at the same time during this time period, I was very independent Like, I went to high school and I went to work and I lived by myself for, like, half the week. So, I was, like, super alone and that alone time is also what I think made me so much more confident because I was so able to be alone and, like, by myself that I didn't need other people to make me confident or make me feel secure. There is also such a huge difference between being confident and being cocky. If you're confident without being cocky, people will admire it, but if you're just cocky, then people will literally despise you. I think there's a huge misconception that you can't be confident and humble at the same time, but the truth is that you can't be cocky and humble at the same time. Cockiness is basically overconfidence and has to do with your ego and when you compare yourself to other people, but confidence has to do with yourself and your identity and you don't compare yourself to other people when you're confident, you just love yourself no matter what other people look like, what other people are doing. You have a level of self-love that overcomes your insecurities and the best way to do this is to stop comparing yourself to others, which is so hard in our day and age and our generation with social media. But you have to develop this mindset where you know 
in yourself that you are beautiful inside and out and what other people look like and are doing does not affect you. From the scientific perspective, each one of us is so unique just by a change in 0.1% in our DNA, which makes us so special. Like that little tiny percentage is what makes you so unique. There's no one else like you and there's not one mold that all of us fit into because we all differentiate so much just from that little percentage in our DNA. I truly think that the ability to be alone makes the biggest difference in your self-confidence because if you know you are okay with being alone, then you probably know yourself well enough to know you are perfectly fine with spending time with yourself and you don't need other people to be around you all the time. And when you start thinking like this, you kind of stop caring what other people think about you. Obviously, being lonely can be really hard, but there's a difference between being lonely and being alone. I think truly being lonely is when you are fully isolated and you don't have anyone that's there for you. But the difference is I can be fully alone all by myself. For example, I'm in my dorm right now. My roommate's not here. My suitemates aren't here. But I do not feel lonely because I know that I could FaceTime my best friends from home and they'd be there for me. And if I was crying or I was upset, I'd know that I'd have someone there for me and there to lean on. I'm really looking at my life right now as a blessing because I'm getting so much more independence. I don't have to be around a certain person all the time. I don't have to go to these sorority events that everyone's going to and they're literally exhausted. They've been doing this for a whole week and now they're going to all these events, whatever, right? I haven't been able to be very independent recently because of the whole transition into college and I'm really just looking at this semester as a way to improve myself, going to the gym, doing well on my academics, and being with my friends when I want to be with them and not having to be with someone every second of the day. Anyways, I think that being alone and not feeling lonely is a place you have to get to in order to feel confident in yourself. If you can't just spend time with yourself, then you're not going to be confident because you're always relying on another person in order to feel good about yourself. I just feel like it is so important to be able to have a sense of independence in your life in order to gain that self-confidence that you've always been looking for. I say this because I believe that I gained my self-confidence whenever I started being super independent and just spending a lot of time working on myself. Obviously, this is my own experience and it may be different for different people, but this is just what had worked for me. Now, I want to talk about how I became confident in my body because that is a big factor for some of these girls and guys, honestly, but I feel like it's just a really big factor when it comes to gaining your self-confidence. I quit cheer my sophomore year of high school and before that, I had been going to the gym when I had time to but at the same time I was working out so much and cheer that I didn't really need to and then during quarantine during the pandemic I started working out with my sister a lot outside and then once all the restrictions kind of got lifted I started really going to the gym and let me just tell you this just gave me so much more confidence first of all I was working on myself so that's automatically a boost for your self-confidence but I was doing something I enjoyed while also doing something that worked against my insecurities. 
I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say I didn't start working out because I didn't like certain things about my body because everyone at the age of 15, or not everyone, but most girls at the age of 15 probably don't like their body, especially with the way that social media makes us not like ourselves. Now that I think about it though, I actually did get into lifting during my sophomore year depression and I don't know if, I feel like a lot of people do go through that their sophomore year of high school. I don't know why, but I've always seen things on TikTok about that and this is really unhealthy, but I actually think that I would try to lift weights until it f was physically painful. So maybe this was my own way of self-harm. I've never self-harmed myself in any other way, but I don't know if this was a way of self-harm in a healthy way, but in a really bad way at the same time. That's probably the worst way you could get into lifting, but I have been lifting now for like almost four years, which is crazy because I'm not like some big bulky like weightlifter, but I have been like kind of lifting for four years. And even though I might have gotten into it for the wrong reason, I think that it started helping me so much with my mental health when I was going through things back in high school. And it really just came into a habit that was healthier than it was like bad for me. It became a hobby, which was really nice. And I think that I focused on it a lot in high school. I love everything fitness and I know that it gave me a lot of confidence, especially when I saw results and I started to like what I looked like. And I'm about to say something a little bit controversial, but I am all for body positivity as long as it is not encouraging unhealthy habits. I believe our culture does glorify a certain looking body, but I do also believe that the body positivity movement can be a little bit too reassuring for people who aren't healthy. I do not think that people need to fit any type of societal mold, but I do believe that healthiness should be encouraged along with loving yourself no matter what you look like. I do want to do an episode all about my fitness journey, so I will definitely be doing that soon, but let's get back to our topic of the day. Working out is definitely how I found confidence in my body, but let's talk about how I actually found confidence in myself. I truly believe that every single thing that I've gone through has brought me more confidence. As I navigate my way through life and I know how to deal with different situations, I think that that's really helped me to know myself better and when I know myself better, I am more confident in myself. Like I said earlier, I did kind of create an ego that made me think I was more confident, but what's actually made me the most confident is letting go of my ego and replacing it with knowing I can treat people with kindness instead of thinking I'm better than other people. And I honestly did this pretty recently. I don't think that this comes very easily, especially if you don't even realize that your ego is what's taking control of your confidence. Because I definitely didn't realize this until I was just put into a new environment and interacting with new people. And I realized that even with new people, I thought that I was better than other people. And I'm being so completely honest right now because who else is going to admit that? Like seriously, I will put anything and everything online and I do not care. And this mindset is definitely really good for my mental health because I know so many people who probably just worry so much about what others are thinking about them. And I don't do that necessarily, but I also do think that this mindset can suck sometimes because I think that people think I'm like really bold, which can be like intimidating and I don't know, it can be like offsetting, which kind of sucks. And also, even though I do not care what other people are saying about me, I still do know that they are talking. 
and that is definitely difficult to deal with, but you have to just develop a mindset where you don't even think about it because I definitely don't think about it until someone brings it up to me. And then I'm like, damn, they're thinking about me. I'm on their mind. Like, I'm not thinking about them. I don't care about them. So why would I care what they think about me? You know what I mean? Not caring what other people think about you is truly just in your mindset, but you seriously just have to block out the noise. You think that the opinions of people who are spending their time talking badly about you is going to do anything or affect you at all in the long run? What's going to be better for you, posting that TikTok or that Instagram picture that has the opportunity to go viral or worrying about what a few mean girls might say about you behind your back. If someone has the time in their day to worry about what you are doing, then their opinion does not matter. And I'm sorry, but this is just the mindset that I have developed. And it's definitely taken me a long time to develop. Like, I did not always think this way. I used to definitely worry about what other people think about me, but then I gained a level of self-confidence that let me not care. I think the biggest takeaway from what I'm saying is that you have to know yourself, know who you are, like yourself, like who you are, in order to gain confidence. And once you're confident and know who you are, then you won't care about what other people think about you. Do you think that anybody who's famous was worried about what other people thought about them? Do you think that they would have posted what they posted on social media if they were caring what one mean girl thought about them? And not that fame is everything, but this is just kind of an example of what I think it plays to daily in our society. Anyways, I just truly believe that self-confidence comes from within. It comes from your daily habits. It comes from being productive and it comes from knowing yourself and working towards your goals. I think that a big part of knowing who you are comes from what your goals and aspirations are. And I think that's also another topic that we could discuss. It is so hard to know what you want to do with your life. I currently am struggling trying to figure out what I want to major in and if I actually want to do what I thought I wanted to do. So it's definitely good to set some shorter term goals. For example, I really want to intern somewhere where I would want to travel to this summer. And why this gives me confidence is because I know that that's something that I want to do and it just helps me know myself better. I know that finding my career path and something that I'm passionate about will also help me gain more confidence in myself and my abilities, but that's something that's not in my cards right now. One more thing I want to talk about today that I believe makes you more confident is the ability to know how to turn conflict into self-growth. When you know that you can use whatever you're going through to improve yourself instead of lingering in some sort of negativity dwelling on the conflict, you gain confidence in knowing that every situation is helping you learn and grow into a better version of yourself and nothing is going to break you down. Thank you guys so much for listening to me talk. Now let's get into my first Q&A session. I asked you guys some questions on my Instagram story, and if you are not following me, my at is at Chelsea Grace, and that is also my TikTok, and let's get into the questions. Starting off with a lighthearted question, somebody asked who my celebrity crushes, and my celebrity crushes are Theo James and Chase Crawford, and if you don't know who those people are, Theo James plays four in Divergent, and he does a lot of other stuff, and Chase Crawford plays Nate Archibald in Gossip Girl. 
Next question is, what is your biggest regret in high school? Guys, this is a tough one because I try not to regret anything because I learned so much from every situation I've been in. But I think that my biggest regret would be letting people take advantage of me and caring what other people thought about me before I developed the mindset that I have now. Next question is, what are you studying in college and what career do you hope to go into? Right now, I am majoring in health science in the nursing and health studies school at the University of Miami, but I do want to switch my major, I think. I'm not really sure yet. My plan was to go to PA school, but I just don't know if that's the right track for me. I wanted to be in the medical aesthetics side of medicine, but I think now that I do not want to be in medicine at all. I just don't necessarily think that the healthcare field is for me, and I'm starting to lean towards switching into marketing in the business school. I think about interning, and I don't want to intern in a medical spa. I want to intern for some company and learn their business, and I'm not sure what my end goal would be for that, but I do think that it's something that I'm more interested in and I want to be able to be more creative. Next question is, what is your favorite part of the day and why? And my favorite part of the day is definitely the morning. I love drinking my coffee. That is definitely my favorite part of the day. Drinking my coffee, journaling, reading my book, that is it. I'm also the biggest fan of breakfast foods, so that's another reason. Last question of this episode is where do you want to travel this year? And this year, I really want to travel to Paris, France, like literally just go on a trip to France. I want to go to south of France. I also really want to go back to Hawaii. I love Hawaii and I just think I need a trip there. I also really hope I can just go to the Bahamas or some Caribbean tropical island for spring break. I feel like I just really need that getaway. Two other places on my bucket list are Iceland and Africa, but I'm not sure if those will happen this year. That is it for the Q&A today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to go check out my Instagram and my TikTok. And if you like this episode, do not forget to leave a review. I love you so much and have a great day.